the oh my god your nails yes i got my nails done they look so she good did that. yo she did that i bro i literally i have it's always on my phone when i need it <laughs> i got an order i ordered on amazon new dip colors and um what is it called fake nails like tips yeah, yeah to like it, put on i'm excited Okay, so you're not giving up on this venture. I said he was getting a little annoyed doing them, so I, I thought was, you was. But what I did to fix it is I got 100% acetone. So that way. What were you using before? Apparently not 100%. Like, I need that shit that melts this off with the quickness. Because what I have in there is not doing that. And trying to take it off is the worst part. And that's where I'm like slicing my fucking fingers open. And so I got 100% acetone. And if this goes well. <laughs> Fingers crossed. I'm excited. I'm excited. You know the vibes. We here. We tuning in. Today is Friday. And we're in March already. I'm ready for spring. Everyone keeps like posting and like talking about like, oh, the sun is setting later. Like, oh my God, we have an hour more of sunlight. This shit is making me really sad. Why, y'all? Because it's easier to be sad in the winter than it is in the summer. In the summer, like, the sun is out. You have this full-ass day of brightness. People are excited. They're going out more, wearing less, doing their thing, living their life. And it's more depressing to be depressed in the summertime or in the springtime than it is in the winter. Okay. In the winter, at least you feel like you're on the same type of time as the weather. You know, you're like, oh, it's raining outside. It's raining inside. You know? But, like, in the summer, you're like, oh, it's sunny outside. Sunny's outside, so but I'm still bright. rainy inside. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's like, "Woo, yeah!" And I'm like, okay. "No, not here for it. Not yet. Okay, not yet. I mean, if spring hasn't started yet. Maybe you, you know, you'll get there. Yeah, got a few months. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's do this, y'all. Grab your snacks. Grab your water. I'm sipping on some coconut water. I have some mangoes with tahini on it. You know, you know the vibes. We're, We're chilling. Gonna... Very chill vibes today. Yes, very chill vibes today. Oh my god, we have such a chill topic. So make sure you like relax. Let's get into it. So y'all, let's see. Starting back at Thursday, because when we filmed our last episode, it was Wednesday. So Thursday yeah. I had an akashic reading. Oh, that? Let me break it down to y'all. Let me get the Google for y'all. Because, um, so an Akashic reading is basically in the religion of Theosophy, the philosophical school, Akashic records are compounded of the universal events, thoughts, words, emotions, and intents over that have occurred in the past, present, future, Mm. in terms of entails the life form, not just human. So it's pretty much looking at my whole, like, souls, everything. Yeah. Now, it's not, like, if you if you guys have ever gotten your cards read, it's not like, okay, they put the cards down and they'll mm-hmm. just, like, give you everything. Mm-hmm. This, to me, seemed like she can either get, like, an image, um, a word, phrases, or, like, um, mantras to do, practices to do. So, when I got it, she, I have the recording so, and it was kind of just, like, two things to do. So, one of the ones to, like, go offer my prayers to the water and my worries to the water. Do a oh, lot of water God. prayers. And I'm then... Water. You're, you are I'm water. A water sign. You are water sign. And so I started putting water. I created um You can pray to me now. <laughs> no, I think like I'm a river. Serious. Like a fucking river. <laughs> I'm here. Hello. Aside from that, my yo, it was funny because she was like, you know how people like, oh, you're on a journey and mm-hmm. you're on a journey? No, she was like, it's very much like you're on a track. And I'm trying to dissect that and understand, like, why is it that... Because she was, like, it's vivid that, like, in the... In whatever she got, however she, like, you know, interprets this, she was, like, it's a track. They kept correcting me every time I wanted to say journey. It's a track. Like, you what are on a track. What the hell does that mean? I don't, I don't know. I'm trying a to track, think. track, like, is she running? Is she a track? Like, yeah, no, because then it was, like, you know how people be, like, you're, like, um, shedding things? No, that I'm fucking out here cutting shit. Like, I'm slicing shit. Okay. And I got a confirmation that I did undo what could have been. Nice. So I am relieved. That's really great. Yeah, she was like you. Yeah. What Deja's reading was talking about what? Almost six months ago. Yeah, roughly. It was scary. It was really (laughs) fucking scary. Um, So I literally was just like, okay. She was like, they screamed at me. They what had to be done needed to be done. You did. They said that. Yeah, what you did needed to be done. You just getting more dirty, girl. Um, and then Friday was a snowstorm. 
and i was dog sitting also i fucking love when i get to be with also i don't know what it is about this me and this dog <sighs> i love this little dog and i had to sleep on the couch though because i just was like they're only away for like a day or two i don't mm-hmm. feel right sleeping in their bed even though i learned that they got a fucking pull out air mattress type of thing too nice. i didn't know that but i slept on the fucking couch um couch sleeping is bomb it was nice it's underrated i liked it because it was away from my home and i needed the break so i was like thank you and then saturday i got my nails done okay it looks sure good she did that fucking shit give them a little you want to see guys oh my god she is team wolf yes okay do you remember when that white kid the jock became like that reptilian shit yes that's what it's giving as soon as i see that i see him and that he was my favorite i really really on all yeah. the motherfuckers yeah oh okay <laughs> we already had our conversation with mythical creatures yeah. before this we're not gonna go back into it because yes, if you could tell what type of time i'm on today <laughs> okay focus and then my rent wanted to go out to eat mad random on yeah. saturday Tell me why we go to the restaurant. She wanted sushi. So we go and get sushi. Yeah. They're like, we don't got a table till 8 o'clock. Mind you, we met up at like 5. Y'all waited? No. We uh, went down to Wagamama, busy as fuck. We were like, all right, one more restaurant. Then if not, fuck it, I'm going home. Yeah. Went into um, Beantown Pho. So this is my warning to y'all. COVID's clearly over. Everybody's back outside. They, If you ain't doing a reservation, best be ready to fucking wait in line. Because I was like, excuse me, what? There's my tables here. Why? Why don't you got a table for me? Not even the other place? The no, pho? these two places. The full place had some. Yeah. They had some. It was I love easy. Pho. Pho is so yummy. That shit's delicious. Oh my god. Um, and then Sunday was definitely like low key vibes. I was really feeling like the stay at home, rest, recharge because I did have plans to go out and I kind of was just like, no, I need to stay home right now. Mm-hmm. Do me. So I definitely was just chilling. Um, planning for this week. Mm-hmm. Monday we were back and running. Um, babysitting gym. It was my sister's birthday, which was. Oh, yeah. A cute little... Okay, Pisces. She is a Pisces. Yeah. Cute little birthday. I love some ice cream cake. It was definitely not feeling festive. Now that I think back to it. It'd be like that. I guess. And then Tuesday, so I recorded my Sun A and Sun B mm-hmm. YouTube like video to post. So mm-hmm. it's up there, guys. But I will I will post after this. Yeah. And I actually haven't been like... I, I keep forgetting. I keep forgetting. And I'm like, all right, today I was going to do it. So I'm like, it's there. I'll post it. Y'all have that. You can schedule it. I So I tried doing that, but then I guess I closed the page and then it never really uploaded. Oh. So then when I Tyrese was like, send me the link, I went back and it was never uploaded. So then I was like, okay. So I did it yesterday again. And now it's really there. Wait, so what are you posting? So it's me doing, I'm going to, every yoga sequence I'm learning in yeah. the training, I'm just going to have me do it and post on YouTube to kind of okay. build like a little clientele okay. type of thing. So, you know, like the yoga with Cassandra and all them, Adriana and all them yeah, people, yeah, yeah. like that. Adrian, yeah. Yep. And then Wednesday, why is it that we eat falafel with hummus? I love falafel. I love hummus. But it's like extra chickpeas. Like I just, it dawned on me. I was just like, yeah, falafel and hummus. We got is- puree and then we got a fried. It's given what it's supposed to every single time. It does. It. Like, uh, no. Oh, I. Fine. Fine. I'm leaving it there. People know what they're doing. Okay. Do they though? They I know. They know what they're doing. That shit bomb. And they it's good clap. for you. I didn't feel too good after. I don't know if it was the peppers, but. You probably ate too much. Did you eat too no, much? No, I had like three. Like three oh. little pieces. What do you mean you didn't feel good? Like, I just felt like. Right yeah. Uh, That's why I was like, hold on. Is this too much chickpea overload right now? Why are chickpeas called chickpeas and garbanzos? What? <laughs> <laughs> Where are we right now? <laughs> Let's keep going. Keep the show on the road. Thursday. Who films this <laughs> Thursday was a shit show of communicating. Oh my God, what happened to me on Thursday? Oh no, commuting. Y'all, I had, yo... It dawned on me, a bitch needs to just start driving her car. I need to stop. I'm glad. I'm glad that dawned on you. I need to stop. I'm glad. <laughs> today, today confirmed it too. Because when I tell y'all, she just has this car sitting pretty in the wherever it sits. It's just in there like. I literally drive it to the train station. I'm like, okay, it's time for me to go. And I, I just literally was like, Blows yeah. Mine. Yeah. Mine. Yeah. Thursday confirmed it. Today confirmed it. 
I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Why don't you drive it? You scared? I think I'm a little shook at it, especially yeah. driving in town and like me still being new. Yeah. But then I'm like, wait, how am I actually ever going to fucking learn? One. Two, I'm like, I got the car. I might as well put it to use. Oh, well, I love how the time that you decided to start driving is when gas prices are five bucks yo i literally seen this fucking tweet and it was like everybody talking about these gas prices but i'll pay attention to it because like what the fuck am i gonna do about it that's literally me that's valid that's valid i just fill up my tank when my tank needs to get filled up and i call it a day that's valid but you could do something about it you could bike you could walk you can commute other ways yeah but i see it i that i got on the train and it's not working (laughs) so it's not working we're gonna pay that five bucks (sighs) and it's probably gonna go up because you know russia and ukraine thing Russia is a massive oil house for us. They're top three. That is true. And so we don't have any access to their oil because of the embargo. And so the prices will continue to surge. Hello, economic collapse. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're heading there. Big Maybe. No, I see it. There's a lot. Happening. We're overdue for one. I don't know why people are acting like it. We're, we're overdue. Are you not on TikTok anymore? No, I was taking a cleanse. I only went back on Instagram to post what I wanted to post. Oh. And I'm back off. I'll be something you match and I'm like, when is she gonna get back to me? I thought she was doing just an Instagram cleanse. No, all of it. <sighs> I was on, I posted what I posted today on um, Instagram. I was on for five minutes. I was like, wow, I feel significantly worse. And so I re-deleted the app, and I was like, we're going to wait. Yeah, I'm over that shit. I'm kind of just, like, about ready to just delete it. Like, now there's an option you can delete it from your screen, but it's still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to do that. I don't have any of my apps on my screen. I'm about to do that. Because the locking, not it anymore. It's not working. No. It's not working. Mm-mm. The way that I bypass that thing without blinking twice, <laughs> it's rude. Um, yeah. <laughs> to myself to me yeah. yeah and then today is friday why was i at the dentist's office for two hours yeah this is why i told you my dentist appointments take for like all they had to do was fix one tooth yeah and i was there for two hours it's literally it we didn't start until like two hours later than we had planned literally that's how long so i don't understand but hey what were my, you doing getting a they, cavity no so i guess when if you have a silver filling you can't have those anymore because they actually are are decaying your tooth. I love, I love that. I love that. I always tell you why. Because people are always so baffled when someone decides not to trust in our medical system, in our government, and any of that. People are so baffled. But then, like two years later, the FDA will be like, "Yeah, actually, that isn't good for you." And then, like everything, it's like crazy that we even trust them to begin with because it's like. Yeah, it's it's quality. Literally, I literally said, I was like, so y'all have been putting silver cap fillings for how long now? And now I keep coming back to just get them removed? Yeah, like they'll put something out and recall it in like two to five years. When I tell you that the man showed me how my tooth looked after them having to remove that, I was like, oh, are y'all making it any better? It's right here. But they filled it. So now they use like white filling instead of a thing. That's what all of mine are filled with, white filling. But when I tell you he had to literally like shave off whatever that is. So like my whole, Mm. my tooth was like, this is my tooth. This part's missing. Yeah. Yeah. Then whatever that silver cap was doing to the next tooth, they had to shave that part off. Mm. Because it literally was making it black. Mm. Yeah. Because then he was like, it's like making it black. And then now you're growing a cavity because of it. Oh, okay. Thanks. No fucking Yeah. Way. So we're going to have to shave off the cavity too. <laughs> I was like, I'm over the dentist. I'm just not going to eat sugar. Continue to floss. Brush my teeth. Fluff, fuck fluoride. I'm over all of it. I don't floss. What do you mean? I don't floss. You're supposed to. Every time I go in, I'm like, yes, I floss. I don't floss. And they don't say anything about they it? They don't say anything. They're probably in their head like, this fucking bitch. She don't floss. Why would she say she flosses? So they don't tell you to? They put like five <laughs> flosses in those little goodie bags for me. I floss like every single night. I have things. to. I don't. I wish I was one of those people. I'm not. Okay. That's fine. You're weak. Oh. <laughs> My weekly update for the first time since we started this new season is actually short. Look at that. Um, so essentially this entire week I was at a dog sitting and it was a fabulous experience um i cleaned the entire house um it was a really gorgeous apartment and i couldn't stand how like untidy it was and it was like small things like the counters the floors 
all touching space, really. You know? The whole apartment. Yeah. So I was, like, doing a little cleaning. Very cute. It was a fucking vibe. Like, I love... I love them! And I don't even know them! <laughs> like... Well, you guys know them now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We will. I hope. I hope so. Um, They had yoga books. They had spirituality books, psychology books. It was books galore. And you know I'm a whore for it. And so it was amazing. Then Mozart, the cutest fucking cat in the entire universe. And I am a dog person. I am now a cat person because of Mozart. What kind like, of this? I don't know. I don't know. I have no clue. Me and Mia, which was the dog, Mia and Mozart. Mia, like, she was like, she was cool with me. It was fine. She was like, okay, like, you're cute. Like, you just, you're here. Um, that's how she treated me, uh, which was fine. And towards the end, she, like, got more closer to me. But, like, Mozart took my entire heart. And he still has it. He still has it. He was so cute. The way he would, like, he would just stand and stare open mouth. Just, he was so cute he cuddled me and just rub on me and i'm allergic to cats like but i was all up in that bitch nuzzling him i was so fucking cute everything about them was amazing we talked about shrooms we talked about weed we talked to it was amazing they were going to colorado she's a photographer oh my god oh yeah and see nature and and they're from um, Colorado, too. So they're going back. And then all of her fucking pictures in her house were taken by her and her dad. Do That's you know how beautiful. wholesome that was? I remember when they left, I literally laid down in their bed and I just started crying. Because it reminded me of the fact that, like, every single person you experience aren't actually gone from your experience. Mm-hmm. Like, you still have remnants of them continuing to to meet you time and time again Mm. so like grace she reminded me of like the photography that niles like always did Mm -hmm. and how we both set an intention of our home being a collection of our artwork and that's where her home was and it was just like wow like you really don't ever lose people like they just they continue to see you in your path it was so it was so wholesome i loved it i loved being there i'm sad to be back i'm so sad to be back and that's like the first time i said that in like the dog sitting stuff i felt safe i felt comfortable those are important to me it was in jp right across the street from forest hills those gray and yellow buildings oh wow yeah yeah it was really nice it was really nice it was a great experience um I watched Sex Education on Netflix. Have you ever seen that show? No. Dude, the way I cringed. <laughs> the way I cringed. But it was so good. Because when you see teen dramas, they're always like 50-year-old people trying to play this 15-year-old, being over-sexualized, doing shit that's just not realistic. Was that it? No. This oh. was like... They were older, like, because uh, you have... There's a reason why they, you know, cast older people and not actual teenagers yeah. to play the parts. It's fine. But they did the, like teenage role so fucking well i was cringing so many times because i was like this is so accurate it hurts it hurts <laughs> there's this one part where they're like about to have sex or they're trying to have sex for yeah. the first time and she <laughs> puts on like uh push it dun, dun, dun. And, like she puts that song on and she's like linky and tall and she's like just doing the ugliest fucking dance and then the guy starts to try- try to dance with her and he's like winky too and it's just so good i was like 10 out of 10 this was amazing i didn't get to finish it but it's fine and then i was watching the great have you ever seen that it's on hulu the great no. yeah okay it's a it's a like have you ever heard of rain no. or like the crown it's like I one of those yeah so it's like one of those shows okay. where it's supposed to be like way back when in yeah. fucking someplace in europe whatever okay it was cute they're like they did that plus a little bit of satire so it was like joking on those type of shows a little bit and i appreciated that but it just had a lot of like blood and death and and it just reminded me of how like our society worships death because we're so afraid of it and it actually doesn't help our fear of death no and it's like yeah so i just stopped watching it and that's when i watched sex ed but i give it like a i give it like a six out of ten it was giving, like, you know. Watch Inventing Anna. I think I've heard of this. This is It's number one on Netflix. When I tell you I, I don't watch TV, I binge this shit. What is it about? Because I so, feel like I literally just heard about this. I 
my understanding is i think it's a takeoff of this girl who is in this young girl who did this biotech stuff and she actually was like finessing everybody for money yes i think it's a spin off that yes because that's literally what she's doing this girl is trying to build this like million dollar company gets so much money then ends up in jail yes and i think i literally just watched a video that was talking about that the other day on youtube yes that's crazy okay i will look into that so good um what else i had a mini photo shoot which i posted on instagram in their house fun love that um i wrote oh so for three days in the entirety of the six days that i was there i didn't do any of my morning routines oh wow none of my routines and when i tell you i got to see the full extent of what not doing my morning routines does like you know i haven't noticed until this that i don't I don't shake, like do that little shaking, shaking shit. Yeah. I don't do it the way I used to. I remember, oh my God, my mom used to be so pissed because I just shake all the time and that would mm. irk her. And I did it all the time and I didn't realize I stopped until I was doing it again. At the, the last day that I was there, I was shaking and I couldn't fucking stop. And I realized it's stagnant energy. It's energy that I'm not using that's, like, trying to escape some way. So, that's where that I'm doing all this for. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is the anxiety. That's where it's it's going. Wow. It's going into my fucking leg. And so, I realized I had so much built-up energy. Like, I just, like, fucking felt like I was going to explode. And so, I was like, yeah, I need my morning routines. I really do do the damn thing. Um, we love to see it. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah. I told you my week was quick. That's all I got for you. Wow! Yes, I had a really fantastic week, and I when it's when it's good, it's usually uneventful in a good way. I'm here for it. Yeah. All right, that's great. Shout out to I shouldn't say their name. No. Shout out to your dog sitters, your dog mm, the callers, dog mm. parents, but friends, mm. dog acquaintances, acquaintances. Mm. <laughs> Enjoy this break, people. <laughs> And we are back. Hey-o! So, guys. And we're getting toxic. Yes, we're going to get super toxic here for a second. Super mashy. So, don't judge us or try to come for us, but just listen to us. I have a disclaimer. Oh, what's your disclaimer? Okay. This episode is not a productive, quote-unquote, conversation on how to combat the toxic traits that we're going to talk about Mm. or the unhealthy coping mechanisms there will be no tips tricks or solutions it is instead a conversation where we allow the full extent of our raw humanness to be witnessed we'll make space for the full expression of ourselves to show we're all human and it comes with a level of messiness and hypocrisy and contradictions weaved into our very being but with us today I hope you can all make space for your beautiful humanness, the good, the bad, the ugly, because it's about to get real toxic up in this bitch. Yeah. <laughs> What's that song by Britney Spears? Fuck. Oh. I'm on a man. I'm Yeah. Okay, I asked the wrong person for help on that. I'm Girl! Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was like, what is the word she used? She doesn't use toxic. It's like she made up the own fucking word for the song. I think she does use toxic. And that's the part that I just said was toxic. I feel like you didn't say it right. <laughs> yeah. You like... was giving me the beat. I was going off what you was giving me. Um, anywho. Uh, toxic trait number one. I will never admit I'm wrong. <laughs> Hello, well, that's a great way to start this off. Are we gonna go one, 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 one? Let's do one, 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 one. Okay, guys, I I separated mine into toxic traits and then unhealthy unhealthy coping mechanisms. Um, I also posted a toxic trait video on my YouTube a year ago, guys. Mm-hmm. I watched that shit. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> let me just say, I'm embarrassed <laughs> thoroughly. Okay. Anyways, that's all I have to say. I'm going first? Okay. (laughs) I didn't categorize mine. Um, I kind of just wrote the list. So, but I can specify if need be. Um, So, my first one is I love so hard that I want, that I like to want my other person to only be with me. So, I love so hard that it comes off as if I'm needy or codependent. 
and so just say you're needy and codependent. You, but I'm not even not codependent. To to, like, be but like, I'm not. So hard. But like I'm like, not. I'm just a thorough lover that sometimes I'm I'm codependent. <laughs> like just say you're codependent, girl. No. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> Maybe a tad big. Okay. <laughs> I just want you in my pocket all the time. Like that's it. This is not a pocket pussy. All right. You can't have no, they're not a pocket pussy, but like they're gonna be with me all the time because I just, it's just like a pet. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay. Um. Have, okay. My first toxic trait is having a hard time to find balance with privacy and vulnerability. That in itself isn't toxic, but it becomes toxic when I overshare, and then I become so fearful of how much I've shared with the public oh, that I completely pull away. So oh, I, you can see this more clearly on my Instagram. Like if you watch clearly, I'll go through a period of like a lot of sharing mm-hmm. and then complete silence. Yeah. Because it's like I feel so vulnerable and I start to be like, oh, did I give too much of my? Oops, sorry. Did I give too much of myself? Like, ugh. and so I just completely detach. But then I'm oh, like, sure. oh, I'm detached and I don't know what to do about it. And then I give <laughs> a lot again. So. Huh. what a cycle hmm. um i overindulge with food specifically sweets mm. and this idea of just like living this free life like mm. i just overindulge in the fact that like this is my life one life and i'm just i do everything yeah that's valid but at the same time and yeah. don't really care that's pretty <laughs> yeah. that's real though my second one is rage. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So, again, anger isn't toxic. Okay. Yeah, it's not. But, and there's actually this proverb, I think it's a Chinese proverb that says, like, I tried to look for it, but I couldn't fucking find it. It's like the wrath. I don't know of, what that was, but that was bothering me. Oh, well. I was trying to fill in the gap. No, sorry. Okay. It was saying that the wrath of a tiger teaches more than or is wiser than the something of something else. It was something that says, like, anger teaches a lot. That's okay. basically what I was trying to say. So anger in itself is not toxic, but the way I go about expressing my anger and rage is toxic. And allowing my anger to boil into rage mm. and sometimes resentment is toxic. Okay. Yeah. That one gets... Okay. I have indecisiveness to the point where... I will have an idea, and then I'm like, eh, no. And then I'm back and forth in my head. Mm. Then I ask for people's advice to kind of justify my idea. And then if I still don't like it, I just become stagnant and won't do anything. And I just get stuck. And I just won't do it. And then I come back to the idea, and I start all over again. So it's quite toxic, because I ain't making no moves. Yeah. And I'm just stuck with my, yes, no, maybe so, maybe so, and back and forth. That almost doesn't feel toxic, though. I don't know why, but it (sighs) almost doesn't. I feel like it's toxic because it's not allowing me to progress. Okay, okay. Like, I'm not making any progress, literally. And this is something I've realized more and more, like, especially now that I have all this time. I'm like, oh, I have this idea, and I'll do it, and I'll come up. Solid plan. First five, three steps, all set. Ask me if I do anything. No. Because I'm just like, meh. Interesting. I feel like there's a deeper something else there that's toxic. But I feel like that's... Uh, okay, I feel like that's a product of what's toxic. Probably, and I haven't unpacked okay. it yet. I'm like, something about this feels missing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then my other one is being dogmatic, um, which often leads to guilt and shame. So basically, the actual definition of dogmatic is like living by a strict like rules. Yeah. Um, and living very strictly. And so... I what I love about myself is that I'm very adaptable to different ways of being like I'm very much like I like that I'm gonna try it out and see what sticks okay like I'm and that comes from another toxic trick that we'll talk about later <laughs> but I do like that I do that because it it makes it so I'm always malleable I'm always down yeah. to change but it becomes toxic when I take something that I'm only supposed to I'm only trying it out seeing you know how yeah it goes, and I make it law and I'm oh, like wow. I must do this for whatever reason and then when you know obviously being so strict with yourself leads you to not want to do it anymore this is no longer fun yeah and then that leads to shame and guilt (laughs) oh my god berating on myself yeah you should be doing this you're not going to be successful you're going to fail yeah oh my god and then it's like a vicious cycle wow honestly is that my virgo on that i think it might be your virgo sunday that's giving virgo that's giving very much virgo (sighs) 
Um, to jump off on that, control. Yeah, my next one is control freak. And then I wrote sometimes, girl. Relax. <laughs> you know it's not sometimes. Just admit that you always want control. <laughs> Like, who are you telling? We both have a Virgo ascendant, guys. So, so like that must be this. Because it has to be. I don't, yeah, I don't think Gemini is, no. Mm-mm. I don't think I'm the a heir. Scorpio really wants control either. Or no. a Libra. Definitely not a Libra. Definitely maybe not a, a Libra. No, I feel like a Libra is my indecisiveness because I'm always weighing out my options. Like, yeah, but Libras also want balance. So I feel like that comes with a little bit of control. Okay. I can see that. I did ask for control and I was like, I literally, I feel like dogmatic in a sense because I will plan everything to the T yeah. and expect it to go as planned. And then when yeah. it doesn't, I'm kind of just like, okay, this is out of my hand and it yeah. fucks me up. It, everything needs to be controlled. I need a structure. I need a plan. And it dawned on me that I was doing this with little interactions with people. I yeah. like, I need to understand what we're doing. Like, I need to have the control of like this relationship. Yeah. So you need to give me the title so I can control yeah. what's happening next. Because if you're not, I don't know what's happening. Interesting. That's really yeah. interesting. So that's me <laughs> with the control. Using the title as a control, like, like a control yeah, because like, that's really interesting. Yeah, I wonder if a lot of women do that. I really, I wouldn't be surprised. We might have to talk about this. <laughs> do we need to discuss? Do we need to unpack? Okay. Um, I said I'm quick. <laughs> I'm quick to build deep resentment towards someone rather than confronting the problems early on when they're smaller and easy to resolve, which that comes from another toxic trait of fear of confrontation. That's what I Yeah, to the point that is debilitating. It's like, sure, we all don't like to be in uncomfortable situations, yeah. but if you, if your fear of being in this small, easy, uncomfortable situation leads to bigger uncomfortable situations <laughs> that you could have prevented down the line or further back yeah then it's a toxic trait <laughs> like, oh so instead of like confronting things when they're small and easy to fix i just stay quiet and i harbor deep fucking resentment to the point that it's like i don't even know why i'm mad at the way this person breathes like why you just get mad at their like whole that? being like yes because of like if i look back whatever five years ago i'm like oh i remember because scorpios don't ever forget unfortunately (laughs) that was my other one is i avoid conflict to the t i hate having confrontational conversations i'm actually working on it at the moment i had to do it and it was quite uncomfortable because i think my demeanor still comes off very like not rah rah but like i'll definitely still be stabbing you with some Mm. jabs like let me jab you a little bit but um yeah i don't like it i don't like that uncomfortableness that fear of like what's next and then mm-hmm. the possibility of me getting angry let's not that's that's how i'm like that one i think the fear of confrontation for me isn't the possibility of anger for me and it's not even that like their emotions i just instantly feel guilt why yeah i feel guilty i don't know maybe it stems from like another toxic trait people pleasing that yeah, i was gonna yeah. say okay that makes sense because i'm a people pleaser too i think that's one of my other ones down here i'm a people pleaser too so i think that's why like having to do this confrontation of breaking up with friends or like yeah. these awkward conversations i'm just like i'm gonna hurt your feelings like instantly <laughs> even if i don't though like even if it's perfectly received yeah and they're great about it's it, just the I idea feel like shit afterwards i'm still like this was horrible <laughs> i'd rather just hate you what the in hell? silence <laughs> and like not even know that there was a problem like we can just yeah. that's it like leave it like that yeah <laughs> is it my it's you no i just went it's you oh um oh i can be quick to judge in absolute terms as in like i love this or i hate this oh, like God. i always try to categorize things really quickly that's what I mean by judge. Like, I don't mean, like, judging other people. Yeah. I mean, like, judging just situations. So, for example, let's say I have a bad interaction with someone. Uh, in my head, I'm immediately, like, I'm never talking to them again. Oh, shit. It's, like, absolute. It's, like, I can never just, you know, be in the gray. Just be yeah. in the gray. It's, like, I either love this or I fucking hate it. So, it's, like, yeah, that's problematic. Yeah, because, you know, some days, yes, because, like, for friendships, for example, or relationships. Some days you won't vibe with the person. That doesn't mean you completely cut them oh my off. God, especially meeting someone for the first time and it's just Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Or like 
work, for example, a bad day at work, I'm quitting and I'm never coming back. Oh my god. <laughs> when the revelation sits in, it settles in. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, that is toxic as fuck. Yeah, because it's like I, I have to be on a fucking one end of the fucking no, Imani. There's a middle. There's a middle. You can sometimes like it and sometimes not like it. And you know, sometimes it's you both like it and don't like it. Sometimes you're in the middle and you don't like it nor dislike it. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, girl. I'm so, I have an unhealthy coping mechanism where I know I have an emotion, like whether it's fear, anger, sadness, and I won't acknowledge it. I'll just mm. kind of suppress it. And mm. my go-to is like, I'll just smoke and I'll just like keep smoking or I'll overindulge with food and sweets. Mm. So I don't actually allow myself to sit with the feeling until it comes up. It starts creeping up and it's like, okay, girl, yeah. now you know. So I don't ever, I sit with my emotions. I let them be there, but I don't, I won't acknowledge it, you know? I feel like I didn't write that down, but like overindulgence is a toxic trait of mine too. Especially to like numb and distract. yeah yeah i, I uh, resonate <laughs> um risk taking that is borderline impulsive <clears throat> i my therapist once told me that i was like a, i think out of 10 i was an eight she gave me an eight on risk taking okay and that was with me not being completely honest about <laughs> so i feel like if i was I'd probably be like a 9.5. So I think I'm I think I'm a risk taker, borderline impulsive. Because, like, as soon as I get an idea in my head, I don't... I kind of get, like... What is it? Tunnel vision. Tunnel like, vision. I only see that yeah. and nothing else. And so in order for me to, like, kind of break out of this, like, obsessiveness, I'll just do it. Uh, yeah. But the problem with that is that I don't take time to think about what could happen if no. i do it i don't take time to think about what i needed to do in order to get to that step for example moving into a partner uh, apartment with my former partner that was very impulsive i was not ready for that step i did it anyways because i wanted it so bad and no one could tell me anything because i had complete tunnel vision yeah. on it. and it hurt me in the long run for a long time i'm still healing from that hurt so this is I'm, why this I'm is resonate. I'm resonate as fuck with that because that's my next one. I'm impulsive. Oh yeah, I am her. She is me. Lol. And that's how I literally wrote it. Yo. I was like, I will dead ass let my emotions run me freely, mm. and I literally. Uh, it's sick. I'm not. Yes, it's sick because I, if I'm with it and I'm feeling it, I'm doing it. Like I'm kind of just like yeah. fuck it all. I'm doing it all, and I'm all in or nothing. Like that's it to the but extreme. Also, nothing. I don't mean to enable you. This is not supposed to be enabling, okay. but it might be a little bit enabling. Tell me. Because impulsive people, risk takers, have the best fucking stories. Like, I have stories for days. What? I we know live, you got stories for days. We live our best lives. Yes. So it's like, I know this is toxic, but also, like, I don't see a reason to stop. <laughs> I mean, uh, the story that came to mind when I did this, I deadass had spent my whole savings just with one individual for, like, a whole, almost a year just us being us like just my my story my head that comes up with you when i think of impulsive the first one is actually one of the coolest ones that you ever told me in my opinion that i can remember because i'd be forgetting shit but when you said you were in washington and you met a guy in like, oh my somewhere. god when we was in tennessee and i just went with him on yeah, the fucking yeah. Thing. yeah she just left with the stranger <laughs> he just came up to me i'm eating a fucking cookie he came up and he was like oh do you want to go explore tennessee i'm like yeah fuck it we broke into we like snuck into a hotel went to the top of a building got to see all of downtown like that's so fucking cool like wow. i love that for you but also like i that's dangerous <laughs> i'm doing nut shit all the time though i'm impulsive as fuck that's what I'm saying. like it's really it's not good but also like i don't have much of a reason to stop like um, yes i went to thailand for a month with literally 200 bucks on me like yeah absolutely but and was that terrible a lot of times yes but was it great overall yes and do i have so many great stories yes and did i learn so much about myself and my partnership yes did i gain so many spiritual insights yes so what is the reason to stop you know it's so funny i have an impulsive idea now recently of we're we're gonna save that one okay we're gonna have to see because i might i might just do it Uh, you might you want to tag along (laughs) why would you ask me that (laughs) i feel like out of both of us though i'm the more responsible one so i feel like i think you are where risk taking is i think you're like a 15 
You bounce me out? Yes, I think I do. I think so. I think I do. I think I also... Oh, this is interesting. I think I tend to look for relationships, whether it's friendship or partner, that balances me out. Oh my so god, I think same. that's why I don't hang out with you privately a lot. Because I know <laughs> you won't balance me out. <laughs> like, no, I'm lying. You can't balance me out. Because what I look for is someone who's the opposite, my thrill. Like, I'm so dedicated to my life, so structured, so focused that I look for someone to be the fun, to seek, and to leave, to escape. I I don't know. I I know I look for people (laughs) that are different, but I think I also, to some extent, look for someone to, like, relax me. Because when I think of Gigi, or when I think of Niles, or when I think of even Tylen, he was boring as fuck. Like, when I think of past, like, or, like, Ayana, another Aquarius, who, like, kind of, like, yeah. reason with me. Like, hey, no. Yeah. You know, like... Hey. I need it, and I have friends for... Like, Tyrese does that. Tyrese definitely balances that. me out. I believe that, yeah. I think Michael... Everyone said it. Michael was the person who would actually calm me down, because he was a Taurus, yeah. and he was just like, you gotta simmer down. I'm yeah, like, okay. I really think that I do look for, like, relationships that are like, come back. <laughs> come back to the Earth. Let's Planet like, Earth. Let's go have fun. Let's go have fun. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. That's a really interesting revelation. Is it my turn or your turn? Uh, your turn. Okay. Um, my next one is I gaslight. I think I gaslight my, on my own I feelings. Too, yeah. Um, I'll kind of just say I feel a certain way and then I give myself reason as to why or why not I should feel that way or why or not I do feel that way. And I literally would just keep going back and forth. So there mm-hmm. goes my indecisive. And then the attempt to just not justify my reason why. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah. Literally, I have that too. Invalidating and gaslighting my emotional and mental turmoil, mm. which leads to further emotional and mental yes, turmoil. Yes, literally. Yeah. And just get deeper into it. Yeah, I also have that. Um, I think I have this. I don't even. I think it's toxic. And I think it stems from me as a youth, as a child, Mm -hmm. this sense of rejection. And I will put myself in situations where I know I'm going to get rejected. Or I'll interact with individuals that I know I'm going to get rejected from. Or situations I know that aren't actually going to work and aren't beneficial for me. But I'm still going to continue to try and make it work, even though I know it's not. Interesting. And I'm realizing I do it because of little me my parents weren't really they weren't really there emotionally mm-hmm. i was always kind of rejected but then i would get awarded for doing good in school or stuff like that okay. so it really wasn't like so i'm still seeking that same thing like you might love me but like you don't because you're not there so you're gonna continue to reject me but i'll keep trying to show up because like to it might work I get award to see if i get an award interesting yeah interesting. um I said, at times, overly identifying with my ego and personality. But also, down here, I also have this disassociating. So, I flex... And this is a, a common theme that you might see coming up in my, my list. I'm always on either end of the spectrum. And that's where the problem lies. I'm either bubbling over with joy and elatedness and, and peace and all of this. Or severely depressed. Like, it just seems like oh, I'm yeah. always on, like... You know, one end of the spectrum. Mm -hmm. So on one end, I can over-identify with my personality, my ego to its detriment. But on the other end, I'll start to unconsciously, like, disassociate. Oh, shit. And, like, completely disconnect with my reality. Mm. And start to go a little bit fantastical. And I think they're both coping mechanisms. You know, on one end, grounding into my ego feels good like it's yeah. like a short term like if you get a little boost from that like yes i'm i'm that bitch or whatever mm-hmm. on the other end disassociating allows me to numb because it's like oh that's not my life yeah. that's not me like, no i'm something mm. else um and so i think yeah I think that resonates because I think my next one is like spiritual bypassing. Mm. That's been my new thing now where I'm like, news is negative. I don't watch news. So I no longer listen to like my podcast. It's informational because I'm like, I don't need to know anything that's happening in the world. Like, I don't need to know any of this. I'm kind of just on like this little spiritual journey. I'm very much in tune. The outside world don't matter. Mm. So I've been very much spiritual bypassing. But that's a that's I feel like a lot of people go through that phase in the beginning of their spirituality. I guess I I I feel like I've been in and out of it, yeah. and I'm not, right now I'm out. Like I'm kind of just clocked out, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's personal stuff happening in my life, or I'm just like there's already too much in my literal home that I'm mm-hmm. just like 
I don't need any more news. That's valid, though. Or I'm just like, mm, it doesn't bring me joy and substance like it used to. I'm kind of just like over it. I think those are valid, but I do think that spiritual bypassing is something we all do in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Because we, I don't know. I really can't tell you why, but I do think it's something we all do. Um, I have a hard time letting go and forgiving, especially myself, towards myself. Like, forgiving myself and letting go of the things that I've done in the past, like, ugh, disgusting. Oh my god. I think a toxic trait I have is I need an answer and an understanding. So, like... Things can end, but I still want to know why that I might personally come up with the answer myself in my own head. Interesting. And justify that. So, like, recent people, you know, that I kind of shared with you before the podcast and how I kind of made a comment about the individual. And I was like, oh, well, this is just his new trait, like ego trait. Yeah. I'll tell myself that. I'll tell myself that so that it's like, okay, for me to walk away now or okay and why I don't need to have that person. I can see how that can be toxic, but I can also see how that's useful. It is, but then it, it's a lie. It's like I'm lying to myself. Yeah, but if it allows you closure, like if you used it in a way that it gave you closure and like a sense of peace so you yeah. can continue on with your life, I feel like it could be a useful tool. I can see that. Maybe you just use it in a way that's toxic, but I feel like it could be really useful. Okay, I can see that. Um, comparison. Tell me one person that doesn't compare. It's literally part of our our reptilian brain to compare. Really? Yeah, it's a fucking terrible... But I mean, it helped us survive this fall, so I can't be that mad of it. But comparison really fucking sucks. Like, for example, I told... Did I say this on, on the podcast? How I, like, posted on Instagram and I went on it for, like, five minutes? And, and then I really... Yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest way that I see how comparison is, like, literally the thief of all joy. Because... I'll be so content within myself and I'll go on social media and suddenly I'm not doing enough. Suddenly I'm not, I don't feel like I'm doing enough. I feel like I'm behind. And who even made the clock to tell me I was behind? I don't know. But I'm behind in some way. That's what it starts to feel like. It's like, damn, I, I don't know. Yeah, comparison fucking sucks. Like it just immediately steals all sense of like peace and joy. It's like, ugh. That was rude. It is rude. Um, I think toxic trait that I have, I think would have to be this. I think I go from like being bad bitch, like ego, and then like trying to justify why I'm not. Mm. So negative self-talk. Yeah. I think negative self-talk. I have a, still combating with negative self-talk because even sometimes I'll catch myself after the gym, like looking at myself and I'm just like, damn like no so like mm-hmm. definitely working on my negative self-talk because she should be winning sometimes um okay i'm in my unhealthy coping mechanisms um allowing people access to my energy and my time to escape loneliness mm. um do you, you have more or you want me to just finish off my list you can finish off your list okay <clears throat> healing my people-pleasing tendencies we talked about that instead of setting boundaries i avoid confrontation by completely cutting someone off or completely removing them from my situation it's really not good um it's not helpful it's not helpful i don't heal they don't heal nothing gets solved Mm -hmm. i live with a lot of regret which feeds into like guilt and shame which feeds into having a hard time letting go and forgiving so it's just like not helpful um, I flex between absolutely unhealthy hyper-independence or codependency. It's oh, like, wow. again, the spectrum thing. You I don't wow. know why I want to be on either end so bad. Like, girl, so it's like black or white. Cute. You don't do great. Like, like the middle is a fun time. It. Get into it. Like, I don't know what it is. What it is. I, I, I truly can't tell you. Um, this could be interesting to, like, unpack. Um, overthinking. The one time, uh, grandma knocked on the door and I was like, oh, you know, I answered whatever. And she was like, what are you doing? And she never asked that, ever. And it was just interesting that she did that day. But I was like thinking. And she was like, don't think too much. And I was like, that felt like a a message. Like, because she never asked. Like, she doesn't. And that one time I was like thinking. And so she was like, don't think too much. And I like sat back down and I was like, that's so true <laughs> like i will really think myself into so many problems yeah same 
it's so sick and uh, if we could only really understand that like the only like in this present moment is there an actual problem in this present moment no then there's no problems it's just a moment yeah it's like all the problems that we create in our present moment is in our head because i i do believe with my whole heart that if there's a problem in this moment we'll have a solution to it and if we don't have a solution then the problem isn't in this moment it's in your head it's in your head overthinking is a fucking it's like it'll drive you mad oh my god you won't sleep I, speaking from experience, like... I sleep, but... I don't, I, you know? That's like... Yeah. I, if, I slept, if I thought through the night, that'd be like, take me out of the game, like, brother. I tap out. I need my... I think my sleep is what keeps me on this earth. Oh, my God. Listen. Um, I internalize a lot, which is like... If you know the four agreements, one of them is like, don't make assumptions and don't take anything personally. Those are two of them. Mm. I make assumptions and I take things personally. <laughs> like, I internalize a lot. Like, or even being an empath, like, I have a hard time and I want to get better at it. Because I'm an empath, I want to be someone who opens space for people and allows healing to take place in that space and allows my ability to alchemize what's happening. Mm-hmm. But instead, I'm so scared of internalizing the emotions that I, I try to, like, keep them away from me but it's because i do tend to i don't know how to handle my own emotions let alone someone else's and so i'll start to internalize their emotions as mine i do that it comes from living in a household that her emotions had to be everyone else's Mm. because if she was mad and someone else wasn't she would make them mad it was some sick way to justify her own anger yeah um and so i form the habit of being like okay if you're feeling something i'll feel it too yeah but it sucks <laughs> because if i'm feeling happy and someone's sad all of a sudden i'm fucking sad i'm going down <laughs> like, right there with you yeah it's horrible it's a horrible coping mechanism <laughs> it sucks um yeah i said there's a difference between experiencing something and then internalizing what you're experiencing and i want to be on the other end just experience just it. experience it just observe it uh <laughs> And then my last one is I allow one small thing about a person to persuade me to cut them off forever. I feel like I said that already. Kind of. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Jesus, I feel like I just unloaded them. I feel like I just released a lot. Like, that was like a nice journal, little voice memo kind of yeah. prompt. Like, I'm feeling good now. I really hope none of y'all internalize that. No, yeah. I hope y'all can be like, oh, well, resonate, some resonate. Maybe you can reflect on some, you know, or whatever. Yeah. But, um... I hope, yeah, I hope you guys take this as a, as, one, a moment to reflect. Yes. But two, to realize how interconnected we really are. How much of Mm. the same person that we truly are. Even in our uniqueness, in our differentness, in our specialness, we're still so connected with everyone else on this fucking earth. And it's... I hope that just... It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So just show up with some kindness and understanding and... Yeah, show up with some fucking kindness. Yeah. Some gentleness, <laughs> goddammit. We're already going through shit. It doesn't make any sense to me why add on to it Ugh. for anyone. Nobody needs it. No one deserves it. No one needs it or deserves it, yeah. Yes. So I hope you guys have a great week. <laughs> like, I hope you guys are... And catch you on the next episode, y'all. <laughs> Keep flourishing, growing, and yeah. Toodles! Bye!